0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDIC.
1: This is the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. That's what it has been
2: today. All guests, no breaks in regards to Bill Belichick leaving the New England Patriots. He and Robert Kraft deciding to part ways mutually and amicably as they put it earlier today. We are awaiting Robert Kraft coming back to field some questions and we are going to go live to Foxborough with that in just moments. It's Carlin versus Joe ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. You miss any of the show, you got to subscribe to the podcast on all the podcast platforms. Carlin versus Joe, you get every last bit of it anytime you want. And don't forget to follow us on social it's at Jay Fortenbaugh on the uh instagram of course and at that guy carlin on instagram joseph listen this is a fascinating situation as we await robert Kraft um with this decision to make this move now for the organization and for bill and we knew it was coming but i think greeny put it best when he said when you actually consider these two uh far uh not being together, it is somewhat jarring. And I'll play a little bit of this Bill Belichick uh, from this morning, from when he made his first statement about two
3: hours ago. Good right, morning. I've seen as many cameras since we signed Tebow. Uh, Robert and I, after a, you know a series of discussions, have uh, mutually uh, agreed to um, part ways. And uh, for me, this is a day of um, you know gratitude and celebration. Um, start with Robert and his family. Um, it's great. So much thanks for the opportunity to, to be head coach here for 24 years. Uh, it's an amazing opportunity. Um, received tremendous support. Uh, we had a vision of you know building a winner, building a championship football team here. And uh, that's exceeded my, my wildest dreams.
2: Here is Robert Kraft, in fact, following up with that, answering reporters from questions now up in Foxborough at One Patriot
4: Place. Like I said, that'll be hard to... Be replicated, um, I think, at least in my lifetime, if ever. Um, And, you know, I know you all made the effort to be here, so I'd like to do whatever we can talking about Bill and the time he spent here. The future, I know there'll be a lot of questions about. The future, and we'll have a chance to cover that in the next few days. But um, I'm not sure today is the time to do it. So we'll do a press post-game
2: press conference. Then I'll raise your hand. We'll try to pass a mic to you. We'll,
5: go with, we'll start with Mike Reese.
0: Robert, in, in speaking about Bill, you you reference him as the greatest of all time. And you said that's part of what made this such a hard decision, but that you both felt it was the best decision. Why did you feel it was the right decision?
4: Well, the last three years have been pretty tough. And I know uh, for our dedicated fans and myself and, you know, in life, I just learn things happen and... Um, Our family is the custodian of this asset, the New England Patriots, and we know how important it is to the psyche of the community, and what's gone on here the last three, four years isn't what we want. So we have a responsibility to do what we can to fix it to the best of our ability.
5: Robert, uh, there's been a narrative out there for years that people say it was all Tom Brady, you know, when it comes to what happened on the field with this football team. How much in your eyes was it Tom Brady and Bill Belichick when it comes to everything that's been accomplished over the last 24
4: seasons? You know, it's, (laughs) it's not the first time I've heard that question. But, you know... Why I love the NFL and why I think it's great for young people to play it, it's its a great lesson in life because I don't think there's anything else, any other sport or any other experience that's as much team-based and collective-based as football. Um, and I don't think... Either one of those two would have accomplished what they accomplished if they weren't together. And it's, you know, I think they're both the best at their professions. And, you know, we were lucky to have them together for two decades.
0: Robert, Bill mentioned earlier this week that he is under contract or he was under contract for next season. Did you give any consideration to trading him, try to recoup some
4: compensation for him? Yeah, that's an interesting question. You know, I'm fortunate um, in our family. Our businesses are all private. And so we try to create a culture and develop an environment where people want to stay and stay long term, and yeah, I guess if you look at this as a transaction, you know, he he is so valuable and how we could extract something. I I didn't think that was right. I didn't think it was right for Tom Brady who gave us twenty years, and I and I don't think it's right for Bill that I think each of them earned the right to be in a position where they should do what's right for us, given what they have done for this franchise. So some people might criticize me for not, you know, extracting as much value, and I understand that. But we just try to do what we think is right for the proper values and Ability to operate and try to get people who want to come and feel that we're going to treat them fairly. Hey, Robert.
0: Um, This being such an emotional day and seeing you and Bill together and the emotions that you guys shared, it makes you wonder, do you have any reservations at all whether or not this is the right decision
4: in any way? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, this is a results business, and certain things in life, it's instinctual. I think both of us yeah, I felt that the time was right for each of us to go off in our separate directions. But, you know, what was really – I mean, you all know Bill. You know Bill. As well as I do. For him to say he'll always be a patriot, and you know, it gives us, I mean, it's great. And you know, the last few days of, since Monday, since we've been thinking about it and talking about it, I think our relationship went to a new place because you know, this is very hard. Any of you, who are in, in, it's like a marriage, and things don't always go great. And, you know, you get through the difficult times, and it makes the relationship stronger. And I think we had a chance to do that over the last almost quarter of a century. So I think both of us felt that at this point in time, it was in our mutual interest to each go our own way. But knowing that we have that bond and foundation, that's really hard in this business to create. Very hard. Anyhow.
2: You're listening to Robert Kraft addressing the media in um, Foxborough on ESPN Radio the with Bill Belichick moving on.
6: Relinquishing some of his duties in the personnel department. How much consideration did you give to retaining Bill but maybe adjusting his role?
4: Yeah, we've thought about that, but you know, I've had experience running different businesses and trying to develop a team and think about it when you have someone like Bill who's had control over every decision, every coach we hire, every the organization reports to him on the draft and how much money we spend, or what we, every decision has been his. And um, we've always supported him. To then take some of that power away and give it to someone else, accountability is important to me in every one of our companies. And where he had the responsibility and then someone else takes it, it's going to set up. Um, confusion and, you know, well, it was his pick and that was a bad pick, you know, or he didn't play him right or, you know, it just – it wouldn't work in my opinion. Yeah, hey, Robert. Over here. Over here. I got the (laughs) lights there.
5: Um, You know, just to piggyback on what Nicole said, because I I think what you're saying is it would be really complicated to shift roles that way. Um, And I don't want to turn this into another – grocery argument or whatever but um, 24 years ago you did make the decision to consolidate the power um, with the coach um, and there are very few teams that are run that way anymore was part of this maybe you making the decision that somebody having that much power was too much and the way the league set up is very different than it was a generation ago where um, that job needs to be divided now
4: well that's a good point just to be clear he didn't have all that um, power and rights. I, I don't think it happened till after the third Super Bowl. Uh, but it slowly happened. And, you know, in my opinion, he earned it. And um, it worked pretty well for most of the time. But all of us need checks and balances in our life. We need what I say, I, I call it, we need Dr. knows around us, people to protect ourselves from ourselves, protect us from ourselves. And, um, you know, as things evolved um, and you get more power, sometimes people are afraid to speak up. In, I'm speaking about all companies, and I don't, I think it's good to have checks and balances, and but once you have it, it's kind of hard to pull it away and expect to have the accountability you want.
3: Hey, Robert. Um, do you and Bill have any plans sort of off campus at some point to bring closure to all this, or is what we saw at noontime the closure?
4: No. We, we had some long discussions, and, um, I think it's awkward, um, you know, while he's still coaching to bring closure, but I hope when that's all over, we can do something that properly honors him and respects him for what he's done with us, and, um everything in life is the proper timing. So we're going to have to wait for that.
2: That was Robert Kraft answering questions up uh, one Patriot place. Uh, Again, the news today that Bill Belichick and the Patriots are mutually agreeing to part ways. Uh, Belichick addressed uh, the media earlier, did not take any questions. This is Robert Kraft uh, who had some comments earlier, but also uh, taking questions here. Listen, Joe, I mean, ultimately, We knew this was going to happen, but this is one of those situations where there's so much to get into off of it that we're going to react to it all, and and it is a little bit strange to think about what this future now holds without Bill Belichick and the Patriots together. All right, we're going to react to all of what we just heard from Robert Kraft. Plus, Bill Belichick is available. There are eight jobs currently open And maybe a couple will be open after this weekend. So where is he going to land? It's all next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
1: This is the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.
4: Well, the last three years have been pretty tough, and I know uh, for our dedicated fans and myself and, you know, in life I just learn things happen, and um, our family is the custodian of this asset, the New England Patriots, and We know how important it is to the psyche of the community and what's gone on here the last three, four years isn't what we want. So we have a responsibility to do what we can to fix it to the best of our ability.
2: It's Carla versus Joe ESPN radio presented by progressive insurance At progressive. They're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together. So you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. That was Robert Kraft, who is still addressing the media answering questions. So uh, we heard a good chunk of that just a little while ago, as he's up in Foxborough, the, once again, the news of the day, In case you've been under a rock and haven't heard, Bill Belichick and the Patriots are, in fact, going their separate ways. We heard a little bit from Belichick earlier. Uh, Joe, biggest takeaways from what we heard uh, Robert Kraft say a few minutes ago.
5: I mean, he's fired, right? Yeah. Like, that's pretty much Kraft having the opportunity now to come out and say, you know, we, we love him. He's done everything. He's the greatest of all time. But let's not really try to mince words Too delicately here. Let's establish the fact that the last few years haven't really been what we're looking for. And as a result, a change was needed and we're moving on. And that's okay. That's okay to say it. We don't have to dance around it. You don't think Belichick had to cut guys and fire guys dozens of times over the years, hundreds of times over the years? Of course, this is the nature of the business. eerily similar, I remember watching the press conference when Andy Reid was fired in Philadelphia. Growing up as an Eagle fan, like the Reid run was the greatest run I had ever experienced, and then they're talking about who the next guy is going to be and you're just thinking like this is so surreal. I can't imagine being a Patriot fan 24 years. I mean, when this thing started, I was 19. Now I'm 43. A few things have happened during that stretch. A few things have happened in my life. Completely different guy.
2: Listen, for me, I'm fine with it uh, on Kraft's part because when he said in the offseason, when he was asked about whether or not Bill would be chasing the all-time wins record with the Patriots definitively, said that we have never been about the individual accomplishments here. And when he said... That coupled with, you know, what's going on here the last couple of years, not acceptable enough. That told me that this was very, very real. And I think, you know, that was last summer. And I think if you're not paying attention to those comments, you're not paying attention uh, to what was going on with Robert Kraft and the expectation that in a lot of ways, Belichick is a victim of his own bar that he set for what the expectations are. In New England now this was something that Kraft said he has gotten this answer before maybe you've heard it before or this question before maybe you've heard it I have not when he was basically asked who was more important to this run Tom Brady or Bill Belichick said this just a few minutes ago
4: you know why I love the NFL and why I think it's great for young people to play it it's it's a great lesson in life Because I don't think there's anything else, any other sport or any other experience that's as much team-based and collective-based as football. And I don't think either one of those two would have accomplished what they accomplished if they weren't together. I think they're both the best at their professions, and... You know, we were lucky to have them together for two decades.
2: It's been easy to say the last couple of years that Belichick was nothing without Brady. But if we're being real about it, Brady went into a situation that was tailor-made, ready to win in Tampa Bay, and they would not have won as much as they did in their careers without one another. They might have won a couple, but certainly not to the level that they did.
5: The only place... In sports where this question is going to get a definitive answer is if you tee up the golfer and his caddy. Well, who do you think was more responsible for the success? Yeah, it's the golfer. Okay. The caddy plays a role, no doubt, but it's the golfer. It's the same thing in tennis. The coach matters, but it's the guy out there individually getting the job done. That's not the case here. All right? We've seen great quarterback play squandered all over the NFL. Look at the Chargers, from Drew Brees to Phillip Rivers to Justin Herbert. From Brees to Herbert, five total playoff wins. That's appalling. All right? We've seen great coaching get squandered because you don't have the quarterback play under control. It's happened before. So ultimately we can sit here and we can slice it and say, well, maybe it's a little bit more Brady. Maybe it's a little bit more Belichick, but the reality is none of the greatest dynasty in the history of this sport. None of it happens without the two of them working together. Well, as we speak,
2: the message from Tom Brady, almost on this very topic has been posted to his Instagram. We've got it. Here we go. You ready? Go ahead. I'm incredibly grateful to have played for the best coach in the history of the NFL. He was a great leader for the organization and for all the players who played for him. We accomplished some amazing things over a long period of time, many of which will be hard to replicate. He worked every day to help us achieve the ultimate goal in the ultimate team sport. And although we were successful, some of the greatest lessons I learned were in the moments where we faced the most challenging adversities. He set the tone for the organization to never falter in the face of adversity and to do what we could and what was in our our control, which was to go out and, in capital letters, do our job. I never could have been the player I was without you, Coach Belichick. I am forever grateful, and I wish you the best of luck in whatever you choose next.
5: It's really well said. I'm curious, and I gotta ask, I'm curious, has he had this queued up for a while? Right? Like, is it saved in the notepad app And today's the day?
2: Oh, I think at some point in the last probably six weeks he had put that together it was not a surprise that it was coming
5: no he didn't write that this morning but it's well said it's exactly what you expect from brady (laughs)
2: yeah i mean when i got fired in new york city i knew it was coming and i had the whole thing ready to go so i was getting my narrative out there
5: (laughs) (laughs) oh what i'm out click send right (laughs) you're not even hanging up the phone as you hit the send on the tweet button
2: (laughs) exactly It's Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. As you would imagine, it has been mostly Bill Belichick today with him leaving the New England Patriots. And now the biggest question becomes, what is next? Because you know he's going to be coaching somewhere next year, whether it's one of the openings that we currently have or one that may come after this weekend. It is all in moments. Carlin versus Joe on ESPN radio and Sirius XM channel 80.
1: This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN radio.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why it's simple. Belichick, who turned 72 in April, is parting ways with the Patriots after 24 seasons in Foxborough. Perhaps not a surprise, but still jarring when you hear it. It's a new era in New England. Good players end up saying goodbye. Great coaches end up saying goodbye. Never be duplicated again. It's the greatest run in the history of
3: the NFL. It's my honor and pleasure to introduce Bill Belichick. Yeah, I like football. I like football season and all the things that go with it.
2: Earlier they made it official, Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick going their separate ways. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. The real question now becomes, where is Bill Belichick going to coach next year? Because it's very clear he's going to coach, and it's also very clear that um, there are going to be opportunities for him to do this. Now, Joe, one thing that I kind of thought Kraft might do was just to think about trying to get extract some sort of an asset in a trade for a team that wanted Bill Belichick, but to his credit, that did not become the most important thing. He was asked about it just a little while
4: ago. If you look at this is transaction. a transaction you know he he is so valuable and how we could extract something. I I didn't think that was right. I didn't think it was right for Tom Brady who gave us twenty years. And I and I don't think it's right for Bill that I think each of them earned the right to be in a position where they should do what's right for us, given what they have done for this franchise. So some people might criticize me for not, you know, extracting as much value, and I understand that, but we just try to do what we think is right for the proper values and ability to operate and try to get people who want to come and feel that we're going to treat them fairly.
2: Okay, that's fine. I think... With the amount of money you've paid him, you probably have more than treated him fairly. But at the same time, this is an organization, Joe, that does not necessarily have uh, enough assets offensively. Uh, You know, uh, second-round pick wouldn't have killed anybody. You know what I'm saying?
5: I see what you're saying. And from a business perspective, I can get that. But there's also the big-picture business perspective. He had been with the franchise over 20 years. He had delivered a lot of great success. And by all accounts, he wanted to stay. He wanted to stay. So if Kraft's going to kick him out the door... The least you can do is let them go, fire them and let them go. Don't drag this thing out into some trade situation because how many teams are truly going to be interested? And then what are you going to do? If you're really playing for value, you better be playing for max value. So you got to get multiple teams involved. You got to get the price bid up. And how many of these other teams are going to be willing to engage on that when they know how fast this hiring cycle is going to move? I mean, those words out of Washington today, it's falling through the cracks. But every report out of Washington is that the new owner, Josh Harris, is moving fast to try to get his new GM in place because he knows that GM has to get out there and hire the new head coach. They do not want to miss out on this hiring cycle. Jim Harbaugh could be out there. Belichick is out there. Pete Carroll is out there. Mike Vrabel is out there. This is an opportunity for a franchise to get a world-class head coach in there to build up the operation. Whether or not it works remains to be seen. But there are incredible opportunities options out there of gentlemen with proven track records who can take over these franchises and possibly get where you're trying to get to. So that no time can be wasted here.
2: Uh, yeah. And what I'm blown away by is John Keim, who covers the commanders for ESPN NFL nation says that they don't have interest in Belichick. And that makes no sense to me whatsoever, because even if it's only for a couple of years, again, setting the tone of we're a serious organization, which you have not been in forever. And you need to just get that going the right direction.
5: Well, they've got Adam Peters coming in, uh, a current assistant general manager of the San Francisco 49ers, and then the current assistant GM in Chicago, Ian Cunningham, are apparently the two favorites to have an opportunity to land that job. Maybe Washington understands what they want, though. Maybe they look yeah. at Belichick and they say, look, the game's passed him by. We need to go younger. Maybe they're going hard after Harbaugh. Maybe they like the idea of make Mike Vrabel. Maybe they see Pete Carroll as the guy who can come in and turn it around. But I don't think the new owner and Josh Harris is going to come in and screw around here and just say, "Eh, find me a good coordinator out there who's on some lists. Like, he hired Bob Myers. He brought in Rick Spielman as guys to consult on this process. He's going to want to get it right. You don't buy one of these teams and then just go jump on a yacht and cruise the Mediterranean and hope things work out. You get your hands dirty and you try to get this thing moving in the right direction. Well, as far as Bill's concerned, it's not just
2: necessarily – About the eight teams that have openings right now, according to our Adam Schefter, ESPN senior NFL insider this morning on Get Up.
0: I think the board is wide open, and I think today's developments could, could lead to other changes, potentially. Whether that's with a team in the playoffs or out of the playoffs. We will see, but that's going to be something that all owners have to decide. And I think as the playoffs get underway this weekend, to a certain extent... Bill Belichick looms over them because if there's a team that falls on its face and falls flat, then that owner knows Mm. that there's quite an accomplished proven coach out there right now. And I think Bill Belichick knows from his previous experiences with Tom Brady and post Tom Brady, it's important for him to have a quarterback. And I don't know that he goes to a place that doesn't have
1: one.
2: That's interesting. So whether it's a team, he said that is either in the playoffs right now, or maybe even a team That had not made a change and didn't make the playoffs might now make a change because he's available. Let's start with the playoff teams.
5: Well, let's hold on. Let's start with this. Yeah. Let's listen to what Schefter is saying. You've already heard it, but I want to make something clear. Schefter doesn't throw stuff up against the wall because he's looking to get attention. Schefter doesn't speculate. Schefter is probably more cautious with his words than anybody in this business. There are other people on par. This isn't to knock any other reporters, but Adams at the top for a reason. He understands what he does. He does it very, very well. He does it at the highest possible level. He isn't just saying that to wildly speculate. Hey, some things could change guys. Stay tuned to ESPN. I'm a good corporate soldier. There's something brewing. There is something potentially brewing and he's, Just my opinion here, he's alluding to that. He's not reporting it, but he's alluding it because he's more connected than anyone. So take it seriously. You can almost hear the tone
2: in his voice, too. Take it seriously, yeah.
5: Take it very seriously. So
2: who's the team for you that's in the playoffs that might make a change if they lost this weekend and go after Bill?
5: I mean, it's all the ones we've already kicked around, right? You you start with Philadelphia. I think it's the fact that he used the phrase, fall on their face. All right, who yep. could fall on their face this week? Cowboys. Like, like Miami's not going to fall on its face. No, Miami's not going to fall on its face this weekend. The Steelers aren't going to fall on their face this weekend, in my opinion. They're a ten-point dog. What right. are you expecting there? The right. Cowboys could fall on their face. The Eagles could fall on their face. The Bills could the fall Bills on their face. The Bills could fall on their face. Yeah. Wow. Let's let's what does let's get to the entomology of what fall on your face means we really need to break that down let's go through the history and the archives of when Schefter has said that before let's really get into the Zapruder nature of this commentary Shefter probably listening to this like, oh my God. Idiots. We're gonna call this new segment in the weeds. In the weeds with Adam Schefter.
2: Uh Adam, if, can I
5: see your phone for a moment?
2: All right. So I would I'm gonna throw out the Cowboys because I think that's possible. I'm gonna throw out You're gonna you throw think, their
5: hat into the ring, you're saying. You're yes. not gonna
2: dismiss them. You're gonna No, I'm yeah. gonna throw them out there as for a possibility. Sure, for sure. But he did say perhaps the team that didn't make the playoffs that maybe necessarily wasn't gonna change make a change and now they might. I'm gonna throw it at you anyway, just for the hell of it. All right. The Giants.
5: The New York football Giants. Yeah. Not to be confused with the San Francisco baseball Giants. Uh, And I'll just say this. I have heard
2: that it's not exactly all uh, fun and games in that building with the current head coach. And we just saw what happened with Wink Martindale. Given the history, given the respect that Belichick has always had for that organization, what do you think?
5: I mean, you know the big blue fan base would go absolutely nuts. Yeah. They they the, the, they don't have the quarterback. Though. The Giants used to conduct their business in a way that made the the fan base very proud. They were yep. one of the shining examples of how to do things under Wellington Mara, right? Like they every year they had a they had a tough Tough defense that that city could get behind, right? Offensively, they were physical as well. They knew what they could do. They could run the football. They were a team that embodied the city, the essence of what that organization, that city, that region's all about. They've lost their way in recent years, lost their way, and they've been embarrassing. Free medium soda day still rings in the (laughs) eyes and ears of many in the greater New York area. A free medium soda to rewrite the history of that season. No refills. How dare you? How dare you? So, yeah, I, I I mean, that that it's not just about the credibility. It brings back the essence of what that organization used to be all about.
2: Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. You know, you mentioned Philadelphia briefly in there. We got some news out of Philly today. Not so great. Oh,
5: oh you don't say. No good yeah. news coming out of Philly these days, huh? Not Embiid with uh, the swollen knee. Hockey team kid doesn't even want to play for him. Yeah. Bring on baseball season.
2: Not great. It's next. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio and the ESPN
3: app. All right, morning. I've seen this many cameras since we signed Tebow. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: this is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.
6: City with enormous breaking news this morning. The New England Patriots and Bill Belichick are parting ways after 24
3: seasons. I don't see any way he's done. You know, the fire is still there. You don't think the people are going to be lining up to get Bill Belichick?
1: Nick Saban, Alabama head coach, has just informed his team he is retiring from college football. Deep
4: down, I think he knew this was the moment. Win or lose last week, it was a great time to leave. Wow.
6: That's my reaction. It's wow. The entire show we had planned went up in smoke.
2: It is amazing day to day what has happened. And I, I'm sorry, I'm just thrown off by the music. I love
5: the music. I, mean, I was going to say, I'm glad you brought it up. I love the music. Yeah. It's such a great, it, it's, I'm not sure anyone has ever scored a movie better than the way Karate's kids scored this montage. <sighs> all due respect to Christopher Nolan and all the great work Hans Zimmer's done on those movies. <laughs> <laughs> the Oscars, you know. Yeah. Put them in a
2: body bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. Dear God, I haven't heard that in forever. It's amazing.
5: That's a you problem right there.
2: I know. It really is. It should be it's once a, a week job. minimum. I, I got to go throw it into the old playlist. It's it's terrible job by me. Listen, uh, the news all week long has come in coaching circles with all the changes from uh, Mike Vrabel earlier in the week to Pete Carroll yesterday to nick saban yesterday stepping down to bill belichick today we heard from him uh, just a little while ago let's play a little piece of that just to remind you what he had to say when he met with reporters early
3: all right morning I've seen this many cameras since we signed tebow uh robert and i after a you know series of discussions have uh, mutually uh, agreed to um part ways and uh for me this is a day of um you know gratitude and celebration um Start with Robert and his family. Um, it's great. So much thanks for the opportunity to to be a coach here for 24 years. Uh, it's an amazing opportunity. Um, received tremendous support. Uh, we had a vision of you know building a winner, building a championship football team here, and uh, that's exceeded, exceeded my, my wildest dreams um, and expectations. Uh, the amount of success that we were able to achieve together, um, you know, through a lot of hard work and you know contributions of so many people um so i'm very proud of that and and um i always have those those great memories i'll carry with those those with me the rest of my life so
2: that was belichick earlier today he did not take any questions robert Kraft did a little bit later on they are headed in a whole new direction and we all know that belichick likely to coach somewhere next year and then you've got super wild card weekend joseph and a little bit of news out of philadelphia uh jalen Hurts. Eagles quarterback, we know he suffered that finger injury. He was asked for an update on that injury just a little while ago.
5: you feel like you'll
1: be able to practice today like normal?
5: i to see. Have you attempted to try
1: and throw? I have not. I have not. Um, obviously uh, leaving that game um, and attempting to go back in that game probably wasn't physically the best idea. Um, not having much control over the things that I wanted to do, but um, time, time will tell with that and I can assure you everything's progressing in the right way.
2: But he hasn't thrown a
5: football since Sunday. What happened to lying? What happened to just lying to the media? For this the love America. of God, as an Eagles fan, can you just be like, yeah, it's all good. I got dinged up, um, I'm, I'm, but I got to put all that behind me. It's the playoffs. We're flipping the script, man. We're flipping the script. These last few weeks have not gone according to plan. We haven't covered a damn point spread in eight weeks. Eight weeks. Now, yep. I don't know if a quarterback of an NFL team is going to go that far, but he can at least get out there and try to pretend like this isn't an issue and that they're going to move forward. I don't want to hear the full diagnosis that it's not going well. We all know it's not going well. We've been watching you for two months. It's terrible. It makes us sick. Lie to me. Yeah. Just tell me what I want to hear. And, and for Pete's sake, this is
2: America. We lie every day.
5: Yeah. The fact that you think you can show up and tell the truth in this country
2: my whole life is a lie. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I am shocked that he was that brutally honest with the situation. And he's not just, really
5: a BSer though. He's always been pretty real with everybody.
2: No, it's true, but let me ask you this question now though. Because we have we have tried to tie together Belichick with some of the games this weekend and where changes could potentially happen. And listen, it hasn't been ruled out by anybody. Nobody has called us ridiculous for just suggesting that if the Eagles lost on Monday night, that Nick Sirianni could be in a little bit of trouble. Well, does this news now maybe take him a little bit more off the hot seat if, in fact, that was the case? Because not only are the Eagles dealing with their other injuries, but now Jalen Hurts has this issue with his finger. He did not play well Monday night. They've got the built-in
5: excuse. I mean, if it was the Niners, okay, it's the box. It's the NFC South champ. We made fun of that division all year and nothing has changed. All right? You're a three-point favorite on the road. If you're a nine-point dog at San Francisco, okay, I get it. But you're still a favorite on the road. If Bookmaker C is a favorite, we should get a respectable performance here. Back to the Sirianni thing. I've been giving this some thought in the last few minutes. Schefter coming on talking about if a team falls on its face – they could fire their coach and end up hiring Belichick. We talked to Schefter not too long ago about Sirianni, and he was pretty. And now, now, things can change. I think this was like a week or so ago, but he had said, look, this is a team that just went to the Super Bowl. Won 111 games, is back in the playoffs. All three years he's been the head coach, they've been in the postseason. You don't fire a guy like that. Paraphrasing. So it makes me think that he's not talking about Philadelphia. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean things couldn't have changed. I'm not trying to put words in his mouth. I'm really just sitting here as a slob sports talk radio host trying to connect dots and wildly speculate about things that I find interesting. So I'm not sure it's Philly. So let's slobber it up for a moment. Let's really get sloppy here.
2: Yeah. If I had to make you pick a spot right now, where is Belichick coaching next year?
5: Oh, wow. Um. I'd be more inclined to not speculate on the current playoff teams because they could just win games and not fire their coaches. Right. I would look to Atlanta. Atlanta is the team I think I would install. There, there's oddsmakers that have put prices on the board. These are offshores, so mm-hmm. we're not going to promote them. But Atlanta and the Chargers are installed as the favorites.
2: I would. I don't still think that surprises say, anyone. Yeah, I would still say the Chargers myself. That's absolutely where I would go.
5: To. Tune into NBA action. Let me tell you about the Chargers. They're going to swing and miss on everybody. They're they're going to. They'll bring back. Sorry.
2: Tune in NBA action tonight Lakers hosting the Suns presented by Indeed coverage begins 9.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app Smooth partner Huge game
5: huge game.
1: Thanks for listening to the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio You can listen to Carlin vs. Joe weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio the ESPN app and on Sirius XM channel 80 You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app the Colin vs. Joe podcast.